Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write it down. You like writing things down? Write that down. I don't have to. Well, remember that. Write this down. You like that? You like that? (laughs) Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down? All right. We've got controversy we're going to get to. Mm -hmm. Jonathan has brought evidence. This is how it works, though. If there's controversy and write that down, you compile your evidence. And you hold a public hearing you bring it during to the segment. A jury of your peers. Yes, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're not fair, but that's how the segment works. We'll be <coughs> the deciders of this. Yep. I think the audio will do its. <laughs> okay. Do its work. So uh, we have all kinds of things to uh, account for here in the accountability session. If you're new to the segment, it's Mackie and Job with Rami, and we predict three things each every single week. Most of them are Minnesota sports based, but we also make predictions about whatever we want, pretty much. But unlike other sports talk shows around the country, mm-hmm. political talk shows, whatever it may be, where these talking heads just throw things at the wall and they throw them out there and they hope that you don't go back and find their predictions. No, we log all of our predictions and we have batting averages. Right. We don't even make you do it. We do it ourselves. Correct. You don't have to tell us we're wrong. We we keep track and we'll tell you we're wrong. And we keep track of your listener predictions or your Twitter predictions that you send to us and we'll tell you if you're wrong. Right. We'll hold you accountable. And we'll be we'll be mean about it. Yeah, very mean. That's right. Write it down. You like writing things down. So let's buzz through the accountability session here. When we get to Jonathan, yep. we'll allow him to make his case. Okay. So um, Judd predicted the Vikings will cut Trey Waynes this offseason. I mean, I, I they would have done it better. before his contract locked in, right? I should have known better. So unless he... Yeah, no. Oh, no, no, maybe there's no, an off wrong. the field thing or something. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. MLB will have a pitch clock for the 2019 season. That was not one of the things that they announced. No, it's supposed to be 2000, what, 2021 now? You said the Wolves will make the playoffs as a five seed. Ah! Oof. Oof. When did you say that? You really said that? I I was high that week. I was doing a lot of drugs. When did you say that? When I was doing a lot of drugs. I'm off them now, okay? Manny's just going to town on you. It was a rough rough spurt, all right? Lord. Wow. But you did say the Raiders would trade for Antonio Brown. I had sobered up by that. We're going to give you, I think we're giving you a triple on that just because they were one of the teams that could have traded for him. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't necessarily. You nailed that. Uh, Manny, you said Greenway High School would win the Class A title game in the Boys State High School Hockey Tournament. Yeah, they had a nice run. They kind of let me down on Saturday. Oh, the tables have turned, haven't they now? (laughs) I said Antonio Brown would catch 15 or more touchdown passes this upcoming season from Aaron Rodgers. 
No, hey, John you Gruden do, and Aaron Rodgers might have a relationship. Know. Maybe there's a trade in the works. <laughs> Carr might be on the outs. I said Hannah G would win The Bachelor. She basically finished runner-up. Is now she's she gonna, the Bachelorette? No, that's Hannah, Hannah B. Hannah B is the Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, dude. Hannah and that's going to be a disaster, right? Probably. Like she's not any good. Well, define disaster. Well, she's not. I'll watch. Entertain- <laughs> oh, yeah. good is she entertaining? Yeah. Does she make you want to watch? She's quirky and used to be, I think she's like Miss North Carolina or something or South Carolina. I saw the rap she did on Twitter. It wasn't very good. That was the other Hannah. I can't keep him straight. <laughs> uh, but I did say Colton's streak would end before the end of the season. Yes, he did. Virginity streak. And we're ruling that... We've assumed. He winked at the camera, so... Yeah. We're saying it's a yes, which means Rami, who predicted the streak will live, is wrong. And I'm submitting to that, even though we don't definitively know that if, the streak was ended. If someone asks you... Did you lose your virginity now, last night? And you say, a man doesn't kiss and tell, and then give a wink. giant wink. If you give the wink, it's... Yeah, you, we, just, we decided, too, that if reports surface uh, contradicting this entire thing in a couple months, that we're not going back on this, right? Yeah, are, well, didn't we decide that these like are locked when, in? When Us Weekly digs up yes. the high school girlfriend. Yeah, but we like, talked about this last week. Yeah, this yeah. is put to these bed. Are, okay. but, you, but your in. prediction of, of them digging something up. <laughs> I see up. what you did there. Put to bed. That was yeah, good. Yeah, didn't even try, but yeah, well the played. puns just come out naturally. Uh, Rami, you also said Le'Veon Bell will be a member of the Colts for I the start did. of the 2019 season. Yes, I did. And that Kyle Rudolph would be released by the Vikings before today's Write That Down session. Did I say that? Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, out loud. I didn't say cut or renegotiated. I said, okay, all right. Well, both. Neither happened. So I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Uh, listeners, we had uh, Colin had one come off the board. He said Lindsey Whalen will lead the Gophers to a Big Ten title in her first season. Well, this is a this is a bloodbath here. And Myron Medcalf long ago said the Wolves will win exactly 53 games this year. What were you guys? Was this Man. before the Jimmy Butler yes. drama that yes. you guys yes. made all these yes. predictions? Yes. It, okay, yeah, yeah. It, was. Right. it was. Okay, yes. so just back off. <laughs> so, all right, Jonathan, we're going to go through what you have this yep. week, and then you bring up your yeah. contention. You said Antonio Brown will be a Green Bay Packer next year. Nope. Zion Williamson will not play another game for Duke, and he'll just prepare for the NBA draft. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. (laughs) And you said Minnesota United would win their game last week. And they did. So with that, with that, before Jonathan's, Mm -hmm. he's going to bring something to the table here to contest. The batting averages, as you can see if you're watching on our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash score north. You can see on the bottom screen recent incorrect predictions that make us look like idiots right and our here. batting averages. Right yes. down here? Right, uh, right down here. Right down there? There you go. Okay. And uh, the batting averages <laughs> are as follows. <laughs> that looked creepy. Yes, it did. <laughs> Sounded creepy. Rami is batting 400 <laughs> and slugging 700. Ooh, wow. It's pretty good. Barry Bonds still, in 2002, basically. Down no from PEDs 500. Either. No. You were 500 last week, but 400 is still pretty good. Judd is batting 333 and slugging 533. Okay. I'm batting 278 and slugging 444. Manny is at 133 and slugging just 267. Ouch. Uh, Jonathan's on the board with his Minnesota United prediction, batting 071 and slugging 143. Listeners and guests are over on the season here so far. All right, the floor is yours, Jonathan. You're going to contest a prediction. We're going to go all the way back to January 11th, and thanks to James for helping me find this. I made this prediction, and the following week, you ended up giving me the point, but not writing it down. All right. Write that down. Over to Jonathan. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. 
All right, we've got a month until pitchers and catchers report. This time next week, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado will still not be signed. Yeah, I feel like you're not swinging for the fences Just anymore. Just wait. Okay? I'm getting there. He's got something up his sleeve. I can feel it. Okay, so Harper and uh, Machado will both be on the market still a week from yep. today. He's What's track- the date next Friday? I want to be specific here. 18th? The 18th. He's tracking pitches right now. That's what he's doing. I can feel it. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan said Machado and Harper would both be off the market. No. I said oh, still, still not, on the market? Yeah, I said still not signed. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll give you the point So you then. gave me the point. Okay. Oh, so we so we gave you the point. But you just didn't mark it down. Got it. It's not in the records. Okay. okay. Got it. All right. Good looking out, see, sometimes. Love that you brought evidence, too. That's well done. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like, well done, I thought it was going to be something different. Like, like oh, like contentious no, no, no. a little yeah. bit. No, you're are, right. you, are you going over the results one by one every week, Jonathan, to make sure that Mackey's record keeping is accurate? No, I just remember that I got one and I, I kept getting offers and I'm like, wait, hold on. I got one. Oh, I, ha- okay. I got one. So right. I went back and found so, it. So you're up James to one, back and found it. 143 on the season and slugging 286. Okay. I'll take it. Jonathan came in like Jack McCoy on Law and Order with evidence, <laughs> yeah. man. Write it down. You like writing things and down. Clerk help as well. Yeah, really. Yeah. Murph was your second chair. You had a legal assistant. Yeah, I hope you paid him. Man, there's some amazing highlighted predictions still on the board here, too. I mean, there are like listener, like listeners, and we'll take them. Send us, just tweet at us during the week. We got a bunch of listener predictions. And some some people predict, there's a bunch on the board from way back in... Uh, the early portion, like someone has the Lakers playing in the Western Conference Finals. Here it is. Reagan said Lakers and Warriors will play each other in the Western Conference Finals next year. Like the Lakers are, I think the Lakers are seven games under 500 now too. But let's do this because we just had a really long accountability session. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's make our predictions when we come back. All right. All right. We can do that. And like uh, we'll That'll we'll, give me time to come up with some. I'm kidding. I already got them. We'll go around the room. We got Judd. You're a comedian. Got... Are you sure you're, that you're a comedian? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. All right. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. Write this down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. Write this down. Oh, helps to turn the mic on. Radio professional here. <laughs> That's right. Hello, everybody. I know where the on button is. All right, Mackie and Jub with Rami. We got Manny Hill in here. We've got Jonathan Harrison on the board, and we just went through our accountability session. Let's make our predictions here. In fact, we forgot. By we, I mean myself exclusively. Forgot to go through listener predictions last week. Oh, so I, let's let's start off with some listener predictions just to show some love here. All right, there's All right. a bunch of them, including the first one out of the gate here is uh, from our guy Nathan who has a three-part Wrestlemania parlay he wants to put wow, into right that down. All right. A three-part Wrestlemania right. parlay from Buckle Nathan. Up. He's got uh, Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey to win the Raw Women's Championship. All right. He's yeah. got Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar to win the Universal Championship. I didn't Ooh. even know there was a Universal Championship. They just added it like a year ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know. It's kind of lame. It is weird. It's like the top belt in the business now, but it's kind of lame. Yeah, but they just like made up a belt. That's yeah. the top belt in the business? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And uh, and from match not yet announced, Nathan predicts, which is another, it's like a four-item parlay, because he's saying that this match will be announced, and then the result will be Kofi Kingston wins the <laughs> WWE Championship over Daniel Bryan and whoever else they want to throw in that match. There's your WrestleMania Someone did parlay. this last year. Is, and it, it might have been him. Somebody gave us a multiple uh, 
parlay for this. It's pretty impressive. Is Kofi Kingston a contender? It's been years he's, since I watched he, wrestling. And he's he was gotten not, kind of a push lately. He, he was not a major player last time I was watching wrestling. He's yeah. never really been a major, major player, but there, he is temporarily right now in the last couple months. He's been a major player. Okay. Is that bad for wrestling? No. Kofi Kingston's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Is he on the mic? You know, Tom Pelissero took college classes at Boston College with Kofi Kingston. Really? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, Tom, he, he texted me one time because I took a picture of my screen, I was watching wrestling, and I can't remember what it was, but I took a picture of my screen and tweeted something, and Tom texts me, and he goes, Hey, uh, is that Kofi Kingston that you just... <laughs> He's like, I'm pretty sure I went to college with that guy. Really? <laughs> but is he good on the mic? Like, he was a good wrestler when I was, when I was watching, but I don't remember him having mic skills. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fine on the mic. Which to me is more important than your actual wrestling. Yeah. Write this down. Like that guy. Hoodlum Larry predicts... Judd will compare a Vikings draft pick to his dog, Stella, at some point after the draft is over. I actually might. I do it a lot. I could say my dog could cover a guy, but yeah, okay. Yes. And, uh, and Dallas predicts, this is a Mackie prediction. We have a Mackie and a Judd prediction here. He says Mackie will not make it one week without criticizing Andrew Wiggins. And he doesn't put an end point on it. He just says Mackie cannot make it I one week. I thought you might do it today. Write this down. You know what? It's After your last night's it's, effort. It's your lucky day, Dallas. Write this down. Write this down. Andrew Wiggins will have at least two games between now and the end of the season where he shoots under 30%. <laughs> oh, so you just came through. You just delivered. Dallas. Ding. You get a Put point. Put him on the board. <laughs> Put Dallas on the board. You can. Put him on the board. There you go, Dallas. All right, congratulations. So let's go. This down. Well, that's the first prediction, I guess, me. So now let's go to Judd. And Jonathan had to jump out to do some production. So we, if, if he can't get back in time, we'll just throw his predictions out later. All right. Uh, I believe I gave you this on Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I am going to put it on the record right now. Antonio Brown will be caught yelling at John Gruden on camera during a Raiders game next season. It will happen week eight or later. Okay. So Antonio Brown will melt down. Uh, cameras will catch him melting down. Why would you limit this to week eight or later? If this happens in week two, you don't want the point. He's got a point. Yeah, but it's gonna he's gonna be on his best behavior for an extended period of time. I mean, it makes it definitely makes it. A, have, well, it, okay. I guess it makes it like a, I'll ask you this. That makes it like a something. double. How, or a how much? How much more do I get for giving you an approximation of a time period? It's a double. It's if a it's, double if, if it's anywhere in the season, right? Yeah, if I'd it, say it's a home run if it's week eight or later. Because he's going to be on his best behavior for at least the first four weeks, if not more. You know what? If you're going to give me a home run, I'm sticking with it. Week eight or later, he will be caught yelling at John Green. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Manny Hill. Well, I'll, I'll, I could. Jonathan left his, uh, before he stepped out, he left me his predictions right in front of me. So oh, I can, cool. I can just say them. You can speak in, for him. In his absence, yes. Sure. Uh, Jonathan predicts Baker Mayfield will throw for over 4,000 yards. 30 or more touchdowns and between 8 and 12 interceptions while making the playoffs with the Browns. Wait, so 4,000 plus yards. Yep. 30 plus touchdowns. Yep. 8 or fewer interceptions. And and between fewer INTs and playoffs. Between 8 and 12 interceptions. Oh, (laughs) Jonathan. And playoffs. And while making the playoffs with the Browns. All right. That's a home run. Awfully specific, and it will be a home run. Yep. Write this down. Okay. Manny. Uh, I'm going for like a bloop single here. Carl Anthony Towns will make an All NBA team in 2019. So this year, this year, yes, okay, he will make an All NBA yep. team. And there's three All NBA teams. Yep, I think Embiid and Jokic have 
the first two locked up and Cat will be the third guy. All right. So, so that that's a single. I'm just trying to get a hit down. here. Okay. Write it yeah. down. You like writing things down. I like how he just admits it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had, yeah. I I've had, done the same. I had this one down last week and then I don't remember what it was, but something one of you two said inspired a different write that down on the spot prediction from me. So I'll I'll carry this one over that I didn't use last week. LeBron James, Magic Johnson, and the Lakers will not land Anthony Davis or any top tier free agents this offseason. And we need a I was going to say, this will have to be whittled down and defined by what top-tier free agent so means. So, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. who else? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Durant. Kevin Durant. Durant. You throw Jimmy Butler in that conversation. Jimmy, Clay. Yep. yep. Is Clay yep. a free agent? Clay will be a free agent, yep. It's gonna, well, yeah, it's going to have to be. So, here's what we'll do. We'll put those guys on a list and say, or any other top-tier free agent, and then you get, you're at the mercy of us if, okay. if there's a Fair name. enough. LeBron James will not be joined by the man in Los Angeles. <laughs> to go to backtrack on Phil's, Carl Anthony Towns will be the man. Write that down. One of the most contested write-that-down predictions ever was, I said, by the end of Carl Anthony Towns' rookie year with the Timberwolves, he will be regarded as the man on this roster. Yeah, how do you... I, uh, you can't quantify how, that. I was going to yeah. say, how well, do I mean, you he was, By the way, he was... He was, but it wasn't contested so much as laughed at and mocked and ridiculed. <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Write this down. The Vikings will make it back to the NFC Championship game Ooh. this upcoming season. Really? Ooh. The Vikings will make okay. it back to the <laughs> NFC Championship game wow. this upcoming season. Are you sure you're at the right station? <laughs> write that down. That's right. <laughs> well, my predictions at that. Write this down. And Judd's comment. The Gopher men's hockey team will make the Frozen Four in 2019-20. So the Gopher men's hockey team, which is right now in the Big Ten tournament, they play Notre Dame tomorrow. They're not going to make it this year, but they'll make the Frozen Four in 2019-20. Okay. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. My question will be, will anybody show up to Mariucci to yeah. witness it? I'm not. You know what? No <laughs> predictions here. <laughs> I fear the answer to your question is no. All right. Back to Jonathan Harrison. All right. The Vikings will finish either third or fourth in the NFC North this season. Wow. Third or fourth? No, they, yeah. if they finished third, they could still make the playoffs and get to the NFC Championship. They could. They could both be right. could both still be right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Manny? Ryan Tannehill will start at least five games for the Tennessee Titans in 2019. How about that sneaky trade today? Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans? Yep. Caught me off You said at least five games? Yeah. At least five games for the Titans Wait, Is it sneaky or is it just that nobody cares where Ryan Tannehill is playing? <laughs> well, he was a, like a $20 million starting quarterback for a few years, wasn't he? he yeah. Had a big contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's not good. But he's not that awful, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty bad. He's like Joe Flacco okay. without a championship. <laughs> I, look at, I look at him as more of a slightly better Blaine Gabbert. Okay, I'm yeah. not going to die on this hill. <laughs> Nor should you. Back to Bobby. No, sure. Can I throw a write that down prediction for my girlfriend in here? She just texted this to me. Sure. All right, hold on. Let me let me go to our guest predictor yeah. section. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a thought go through my mind. <laughs> I'm going to shut the mic off and back away. <laughs> She's, she predicts that at some point, Jonathan will conduct a traffic report as follows. He'll just say, screw it. There's a crash on every freeway in every direction. Good luck. <laughs> And Jonathan, I can promise you, you will at one point be tempted to say that. 
As someone who has sat in that chair and read several traffic reports, you will be tempted to say that. What was it, the last winter storm? I almost did that. I think you might do it. I might have to. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Mine isn't nearly that funny. Um, the Vikings will trade Trey Waynes. Can we get an end date on that before um, the season? Before the start of before before the draft. Before okay. the draft, okay. Or on draft day. So before the end of the draft. Before the end of the draft. Okay, that works. Yes. Okay. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then. All right. I have. It's a similar prediction. Of, it's it's where Judd was going with his Antonio Brown prediction. I'm going to take a little bit of a detour. A credible story, write this down, a credible story will be written, incredible meaning like a report of some kind, about friction between Antonio Brown and Derek Carr before the end of the season. So before, mm. yeah, end of the regular season. Does awkwardness count as friction because that that videotape yeah. encounter oh. of the two when Antonio Brown went over to Derek House's Derek Carr's house was one of the most awkward things I've seen. Wildly in uncomfortable. Years. Yes, they were literally just standing there looking at each other in silence, and then Derek Carr goes, <laughs> "Raider Nation, <Yeah>. crazy, huh?" <laughs> like, yeah, dude, he's got the stare going too. He does. Like he stares people down. It's uncomfortable. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Judd. My final fi- round here. My final. Write that down for this Friday. Lori Lachlan and Felicity Hoffman. It's Laughlin. Laughlin and Felicity Hoffman <laughs> won't serve any time for being part of the college ad- admission scandal. So they will not serve any because they are obviously going to have probably go to trial or cut deals. But nonetheless, they could serve time. They will not shockingly serve any jail time for being part of the college admissions scandal. So she got kicked off the Hallmark Channel and off Fuller oh, House. Yeah, this is wow. gone too far She's off now. Fuller House, too? Yeah, yes, man. that wow. broke today, I think. Why How do they the, write her off? They have to. Do they have to acknowledge that she... Why would the Hallmark Channel not just, like, suspend her for now and bring her... She's going to be a hot commodity once this is done. Yeah, can you imagine the marketing opportunity? she could do her own story, then. She could do a Hallmark movie about the whole Oh, saga? and those two kids leaving school now. I saw that too. Well, isn't one of them so an her, Instagram influencer with like a million? Yeah, and she yeah. and she basically went on Instagram and said, "I'm going to college to party and drink and have fun, and I don't care about Which school." Which this was probably a good thing for her. Like her 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 name was out there. And the she kid, was, yeah, oh yeah. So she's more people know who she is today than they did a week ago. So if you're a social media influencer, isn't that all you want? Is people to know your name and follow Absolutely. you? Absolutely. So it's a win for her. Absolutely. I mean, her mom might go to jail, but other than that, it's a win for Do her. Do you think she really cares? Uh, probably not. If mom's incarcerated, I don't think she. I think it. I care more because Aunt Becky was one of my first yeah. crushes on Full House. So there is a story out today. I haven't seen the video, but John Stamos, uh-huh. Aunt Becky's husband in Full House, and I think they're still friends in real life. Uncle mm-hmm. Jesse, right? He Did post- he say, "Have mercy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have mercy. Wow. <laughs> he posted a video, a vague video. Uh, talking about, quote, those who need a smile today amid uh, these allegations. Oh, isn't that sweet? You think yeah. Jesse and the Rockers will write a song? That's the Rip, Becky. It's the Rippers. The Rippers but I'm but sorry. Fine. My bad. Yeah. Have mercy. <laughs> Cut it out, Brownie. <laughs> write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Jonathan, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I went there, guys. <laughs> I feel like we need the, 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 the sad, dramatic music. At the end of every Full House episode, yeah, where Danny right. Tanner would sit down and like tell everyone it's, it's like, okay. Oh, I know your mom is dead. But yeah. Like that was the speech at the end of, the end of every Full House. Yeah. Like I'm trying the best I can. <laughs> Write this down. By the time the loons open up Allianz Field, 
they'll have at least 13 points in their next or after their five game road trip. Okay. So they'll get two more wins and at least a draw. Okay. Write that down. All right. Write that down uh, over to Manny. Andrew Luck, write this down, will be the 2019 National Football League MVP. I like this prediction. I think Andrew Luck, has, because of the injury and how bad the Colts are, people don't think of him top of mind when you think best quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You, you go down the list of five or six guys before you get to Andrew Luck, and I don't know if that's fair <coughs> or long-term. Write yep. this down. All right. And back to Rami, final prediction of the week. Here. Next Friday is going to be the last write that down before opening day, right? So I'm assuming it'll be a Twins yeah. and baseball heavy write that down. But sure. I, I will not be here next Friday, so let me uh, take my big swing on the Twins okay. and the 2019 baseball season, and I kind of previewed this today on uh, the Five Thoughts podcast with Derek Wetmore and myself. Check that out at scorenorth.com. The Twins are winning the NL Central in 2019. They're winning this Mm. division. It's happening. The Twins are your 2019 AL Central champions. All right. Ending on an optimistic note. That's Right, and I'm not. This hashtag, it's happening. This isn't the new guy trying to win over Twins fans and make you like me and be my friends. I'm not above tactics like that. I would sink that low, but I'm not this time. <laughs> Are you drunk then? <laughs> nope. It's not a drunken prediction. It's not. It is not. I don't know why. I feel like Derek thinks there's a huge gap between Indians and Twins. And Judd, generally, with anything that positive, is going to look at you sideways. Almost. Definitely. But I'm with you on this. I don't, I don't disagree with your optimism. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's that's a wrap on the segment. Write that down hmm. every uh, every Friday. Down. I'm still processing <laughs> the Becky stuff. This is gonna. I don't understand why Hallmark Channel fired her. Like, just suspend her. Can you imagine the movies that you can do once this is done? Yeah, but those the are real more, life. Those are more Lifetime than Hallmark. So maybe Lifetime will snatch oh, her up. Oh, you know what? That's once a good point. she's off the hook. Yeah, that's a good point. Could they have just given her like an eight movie suspension, like the NFL would have, <laughs> put, her, put her back on Hallmark Channel? Hey, yeah. Hey, Roger Goodell. What do you think we should do with Aunt Becky? Give her eight, eight, yeah. eight movies. I love how that's how Roger, like Hallmark Roger Goodell, sounds like some guy Give in a eight, back alley. Hey, eight movies. Uh, let's talk about Luther Brookdale Toyota. It's on the corner of Six Ninety Four and Brooklyn Boulevard, where the best service department in the Twin Cities uh, resides. I'll tell you what. We've talked about pothole season this week. It's been bad throughout the last couple weeks. I drove up and down University and a couple other streets today, and it's like almost undrivable how bad some of the potholes are. And so if you and your car are falling victim to pothole season, it can mess up your alignment. It can cause damage. You really can't see the damage, too, which can cause bigger problems later on. So if you're hitting a bunch of potholes like I did today on my way into the Score North Studios, bring your vehicle into Luther Brookdale Toyota and have Steve and the guys check it out and uh, get any fixes in play that need to uh, to be activated. So Luther Brookdale, Toyota, 694 Brooklyn Boulevard, and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. We wrap with Royce. He gets some Sid stories when we come back. Because what you listen to doesn't come from just one source. We offer Minnesota sports. Minnesota sports. Lots of it. Whenever you want it. Wherever you are. Even when you're mobile. On the move. Remain grounded with access to the content that you're passionate about. Get it all here. Score North. Minnesota sports. Anytime. Anywhere. Scorenorth.com. Thank you, Jonathan. Patrick Ricey, how are you celebrating Sid Hartman's 99th birthday today, sir? (laughs) 
I'm cautioning everybody to not waste all their accolades this year because they're going to beat them again next year for the real big one, for the real hoop-de-doo uh, when he gets to be 100. But I understand, so, Pat, that's, he that's may already be 100 from what Phil and, and Judd were well, telling Well, that's me. what his sister told me and when I wrote the book in 1997 because we wanted to get all those stories down while he still was at the peak of his skills and wouldn't... Uh, you know, would fade away here shortly, but uh, it didn't quite work out that way 22 years later. But anyway, uh, yeah, she said 1919. But uh, then uh, uh, his son, Chad, I ran this past him, and Chad says there is a birth certificate that uh, says 1920. So, uh, but it, I, I will say this unlike Sid, his sister was uh, a uh, very sharp lady and, uh, and seemed to know what she was talking about and made a point of telling me this. But I mean, if you were fighting to get to 100, why would you say tell anybody you're 99? I, I don't know. That's I, what I said, right? But, yes. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 once you get once you get to 99, people know you're kind of old. So it's, so it's kind of... I once uh, cited his age. This is in some situation like 30 years ago, and he, he, he came to me and gave me this big spiel about how uh, because of uh, insurance reasons, he couldn't really have his age out there and stuff like that. And then when I wrote the book, he didn't want to have his birthday. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> he, he, in fact, the, the famous story was I've told a hundred times is he said to me, he said, just put in there I was born. And I said, oh, well, Sid, some people think you were hatched, so maybe we should just put in there you were born. You know? Some people just thought you came out of an egg or something, I think, so. Uh, I will say this about him. God love him. This is the most astounding uh, thing of all time, you know, 99 years old and still uh, uh, with some assistance, obviously, but still functioning and producing three columns a week. But to to suddenly be lovable, Sid, is, uh, is not, uh, you know, that's that's a far, far, far from the truth that people are kind of... Uh, there's a lot of people out there uh, throwing apples that weren't big fans of him back in the old days. And, uh, you know, he's not a lovable guy. He's an amazing guy. He's not, can tell you, he's not lovable, has never been, and never will be. And if I outlive him and have to write an obit, it's going to be real interesting to see uh, how I go about doing it, you know. So, anyway. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, if you don't, Pat, we're, we're going the, the Star Tribune's going to have to run the thing with your byline on the obit explaining that you died first. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I've always told you this, Jed, that my friend Augie died at a way too young age, 57. And uh, he had written the advance obit for the St. Paul paper for Galvin, and Galvin died six months later, and they gave Augie a byline. And I have told these guys that uh, I would do not want a byline. If, when Sid outlives me, I do not want a byline on the advance obit I've already read. But I, I was kind of talking about, you know, that's the straightforward. He did this, he did that. The column you would have to write on Sid would be, uh, uh, if indeed he has any intention to die, which I don't think he does. Uh, but uh, the column would be interesting because how, how do you walk that line between respect and truth <laughs> you know i mean it's very difficult right yes yes because uh, you know you know uh, look up self-centered the dictionary and there's sydney's picture so uh you know so let's let's face it let's he's 99 
I have all the respect in the world for him. He was a once great reporter. He's a phenomenon. But to make him a lovable uh, guy because he's 99 is uh, ridiculous. Because I, I think I does he even want to be lovable? Why would he want to be lovable after being a crotchety SOB for the last 40 years? You know, I mean, I, I've known him since the mid 60s, and uh, I've seen him in action, and he's not lovable. Let's put it that way. I'm not lovable. He's not lovable. What do you think his? You know, if you're doing a you know, peak moments of Sid Hartman's life rankings, whatever. What do you think his peak moment was? Oh, uh, 60, you know, well, his peak moment was, I think he indeed was uh, very much involved in the game baseball to, in the Minnesota. I mean, the, the whole Laker thing is another issue. You know, sports was such a minor, NBA was such a minor thing back then that, uh, you know, that, that, that is the one he gets the most credit for, but I do think he was he was uh, you know involved uh, rather intimately with the uh, the effort to get Major League Baseball here, and uh, and uh, you know that's what made you Major League Town. But as far as a, a newspaper reporter, uh, he was great in the '60s and '70s and into the '80s. I mean, he was uh, fantastic. I mean, he owned the town. He had everybody in town in his pocket. He had the U in his pocket, the Vikings in his pocket, the Twins in his pocket. He had every the North Stars, although he didn't care that much if he had them in his pocket or not. Uh, the Gophers in his pocket. He owned the town. Uh, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, before the media became, you know, back then there was only two people, there was only two entities competing for news, the, the, the Minneapolis papers and the St. Paul papers. So he owned the town then and had national scoops. Of course, the most famous one was that Parsegian would be leaving Notre Dame and that he was bad-mouthed all over the country. The Chicago Tribune which covered Notre Dame said, this is not true, this is not going to happen, and uh, about uh, four or five days later, it was announced, and Sid had a pretty good source on that one, Dan Devine, the guy who was going to get the job, so uh, so he was, you know, he was a fantastic reporter, there's no doubt about it, back in the day. Hey, Pat, too, the, the thing that intrigues me about the Twins and, and his involvement in that, though, is that was an era when newspapers played a huge role in, in the community and like getting teams as well. So I think people now are like, how oh, could yeah, it help? But that, but that was the whole deal with newspapers. Oh yeah. John Kyle senior was, I mean, he wanted it. Charlie Johnson, who was the sports editor of the uh, Minneapolis papers, uh, Rassible Charlie, uh, was the head of the task force trying to get major league sports to the twin cities. Uh, the, both the NFL and, uh, you know, particularly Major League Baseball. The other thing you got to understand is we got a football team in January of 60 for the 61 season. And that was, we said, oh, that's nice. You know, when we got baseball, that's what mattered October 26, 1960. Biggest day in Minnesota sports history in all likelihood because it made us Major League. This baseball was much more important than football back then, and it was what made you major league. There was only 16 teams, and then they expanded to get us a team, and that, that put us at 18. 
And, you know, that was, you know, that they, they wanted Sid out there. And of course, Sid once in a while had to, uh, had to protect the efforts of the Twin Cities. Believe it or not, he had to be the politician because Charlie Johnson would get full of whiskey and tell all his owners what jackasses they were for not studying the, you know, for not, uh, for not giving us a team. And, uh, and, uh, you know, he, he, you know, they thought they were going to get Cleveland. They thought they had a chance to get the Giants out of New York. And, uh, they finally got Washington. But, yeah, the, the, the newspaper wanted Major League Sports and pretty much financed uh, the, the effort, the, uh, Minneapolis, uh, Tribune and Star. Yeah. Hey, do you think, you know, baseball was right there with horse racing and boxing for a century, the most popular sport? In this country, do you think baseball ever oh, yeah, has a chance I, 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 to? I, I, no, no, no. I know, no, no. I don't think so. I think the, the society has changed, and uh, I don't know how we go back to that. Uh, you know, I, I would have said yes before I watched Michael Pineda pitch today. Now I've changed my mind. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when guys get on base, uh, you need the uh, a minute and twenty second clock. And, uh, you know, I know I don't think it does, but, but baseball was like what the NFL is now, Phil. I mean, there's everything else and there's a lot of extremely popular sports. And back then there was boxing and horse racing and other stuff, but baseball was more dominant in the fifties and into the sixties than, uh, than the NFL is now, and the NFL is pretty damn dominant. Hell, I hear there's a sports show in a, a sports station in the Twin Cities that's got an hour so on the Vikings every day. It's, it's crazy, around. I know. What bunch of there's, bunch there's, of crazy going on? <laughs> but yeah, baseball was. I mean, that was it. Getting a major league baseball team—that was the effort uh, that that took place all through the fifties. Once Milwaukee got a team in '53. And we thought, how can that cow town get a baseball team? And we can't. <laughs> and we had to, uh, you know, and we spent the next eight years trying to get a baseball team and finally succeeded. And, yes, Sid was in on that. Yeah. Maybe not as maybe not as fully as he as you believe, but he was in on it. Yeah. Well, Pat, have a good weekend, and we'll see you on Monday for, for some unchained action. All right. Good enough. See you later. All right. See you. Yeah, Pat. So Pat, it's a legit. I mean, Pat has written. I mean, Pat has written the obituary. Oh, I read I mean, it right thirteen years ago. Yeah, it's it's it was it's been in it, when the Star Tribune had their previous computer system. That was done, and because then I also transcribed the tapes for for the Sid book. That was a uh, that was a chore of mine. That was interesting. I love yeah. how many times Pat. Felt the need to remind us Sid's not lovable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's not a lovable guy. In, in, in Pat's defense, I think he's frustrated now by Twitter because Twitter's always o- right. over the top. So yeah. now people are like, oh, happy birthday night. Yeah. And Sid doesn't, that's not him. Like no, he's well, not, he'll, he'll take it. Right. But it's like, but it's like when people die, right? If you die, it's like Rami was the greatest guy of all time. But mm-hmm. right now, I'd say you're sort of a jerk. Right. So, so it's. <laughs> I'd say the same about. Yeah. Me. So yeah. it's insincere. It's like you know, happy 99th Sid. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I can't. Stay. And then there are a lot of people that love Sid. Outstate. Yeah. You go to the outstate, and the question is, do you know Sid? And if a guy is 65 and you do, he's like, what's he really like? If you go to town team baseball games, people ask you all the time. The question is, do you know Sid? Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, speaking of near death, Rami almost died last night. <laughs> no, I did not. Did you was, see his shoe? Zion. It was, it was this morning. Zion. It was this Nike morning. Nike has a real problem. Yes. No, they don't. And this is and this is what I was trying to clear up today. I didn't put this out there on Twitter. So I'm walking my dog, and I'm on the I'm I'm along Lake of the Isles. So there's like a walking path along the side of it, but it's covered in ice. So you're, you're gutsy, by the way. I'm standing there and I'm going, okay. So my options are walk on this ice, or there's like knee high snow to either side of the ice. So I pick the snow, and as I'm walking through the snow, you know, high kneeing it through there. Every time I lift my foot up, I can feel like something flapping against my left heel. So when I got out of the snow, I realized that the sole of my boot was starting to come off of my shoe, starting at the heel. And with every step, I feel it slapping the back of my foot, and I'm looking down, and it's just getting more and more detached until finally I'm a mile from my house. There's nothing I can do. The sole just falls off. Did you call an Uber? Did you grind it back an hour? No, I I walked a mile with no sole on my shoe because I had my dog with me. An Uber isn't going to let your wet, sloppy dog into the back seat, so I just walked a mile with no sole on my shoe. But uh, Nike, to their credit... First of all, it's a fine product, and when they saw my tweet, they reached out and told me to DM them, and they're going to try and and take care of me. Well, so. you and Zion Williamson and this, <laughs> I love victims. Okay, of bad so your shoes. your goal was to get Nike to do this? No, and, and not you, at all. Uh-huh, right. Not at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't even expect sure them to do it. anything. Yeah. Oh man. no, just a coincidence. Let's go look for Nike fibers on his knife set at home. Okay, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> So you tweeted out a picture of the sole removed from the boot, and right. Nike said, oh, my God, we feel terrible. Yeah. So could Judd go home and just cut the sole off of a Nike shoe and say, oh, ideas. man, this was, oh, God, just don't do that. And then, of course, when, when it's found that it was fraudulent what I did, I'll be arrested by the FBI at gunpoint. See, guys. And I'll be incarcerated, just like my friends Lori and What's-Her-Face and I'll be in big trouble. I was going to use this tape to win favor with Nike and get more free stuff instead of just replacing my boots. And now, I now if I send this to him, it's just going to create more doubt of whether or not my, my claims have validity. But I assure you they do. We can edit that part out. <laughs> I okay. think Phil's right. All right. It's a ruse. There's <laughs> people popping up all over the place. Man, look at this. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home. And I'm going to take a pair of Nikes. And I'm just gonna chop it up into mincemeat and be like, "Look, this this shoe exploded." I was walking along, and I don't know yeah. what happened. But What's people took on? this as the opportunity. Like my timeline was instantly filled by people who hate Nike, and I was like, "That's not what this is." I just thought it was funny, and so I shared. I was like, "Everybody, chill out." Nike is a fine brand, and they pr- produce quality products. How about Judd go light a Nike shoe on fire and say, <laughs> "Like my shoe it, it spontaneously up. combusted." My I don't shoe know blew what's up. Happening. Thank God I'm yeah. alive. Uh, Mackie and Judd with Rami on demand. Scorenorth.com, S-K-O-R-North.com. The Scoop, next. Oh, yeah, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.